0: to everyone online. What a beautiful weekend we're having. I do have a few announcements for you. Speaking of this weekend, yesterday we dropped off at Master's Manor for the closing of the Unity and Faith Food Drive. So a few stats for you to put in your pocket and take with you home. We had 8 churches participate with for a total of 3,107 pounds of food of which FBC personally contributed 333 pounds, and a total of $710 were raised. So what a wonderful blessing that we were able to give to our neighbors. Let's also remember to keep them and the work that they do in our prayers, especially as we enter into this upcoming holiday season. A thank you to everyone who also supported the farm to table dinner for scholarships for students in the DR. We had that this Friday. It was a lovely evening. Um, And right now it looks like we'll be able to bless two students coming out out of that fundraiser. So thank you again to anyone who came and supported and ate with us, anyone who served. We were happy to have you. A uh, reminder that this Saturday, the 23rd, we will be apple picking at Norton Brothers Farm in Cheshire at 1 p.m. And you can meet us there. Again, you can contact Sarah Babineau for more information on that. And an update from the Pastoral Search Committee, of which I sit on. Um, We met last week, and we are working in community to ensure that we are representing our church correctly as we move closer towards looking for candidates. Please keep us, this church body, and our future pastor in your prayers. On my heart today is trust, and I think you'll find it's not just on my heart today. From Proverbs 3 5, a verse I'm, most of us are familiar with. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. This is a verse many of us have heard so often that it can just slide through our ears and not reach our hearts. I know that I'm guilty of feeling like I can do things on my own strength, forgetting that I have a power in my corner that cannot be comprehended if only I turn to Him. Leaning on Him in all things and submitting my heart to Him. Because He will make our path straight, and He has plans for us that we can't begin to comprehend. But only if we trust and submit to Him, then will we begin to have an understanding. So I pray that we'll take the Lord out of the back seat, and as our first song says, run into his arms, unashamed because of mercy. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we are so blessed to be gathered here today. Lord, in your name, worshiping you, praising you, in community with fellow believers, with brothers and sisters, family in you, Lord. We know it's not a blessing that all have around the globe, so We today particularly thank you that you have given us this freedom. Lord, we pray now over this service. We pray that our hearts would be open to perceive the word that you've given to Pastor Bill. That we would walk away with the message that you have planned precisely for us. And Lord, now we pray that this praise, this worship would be music to your ears. We love you and we worship you. And in your heavenly name we pray. Amen. Let's work.
1: A song about being overwhelmed by Him. It's a beautiful transition to Psalm 34. And I'd like to share verses 1 through 6 with you. It starts I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. It's Pastor Lubin's favorite song. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears they looked to him and were radiant, and their faces were not ashamed this poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles my Bible translation labels this chapter the happiness of those who trust in God Later on in the chapter, it goes on to say, the angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted. Those who seek the Lord shall lack no good thing. I strongly encourage you to bookmark slash dog ear Psalm 34 in your Bible. If you are feeling disappointed, discouraged, or overwhelmed in the worst possible way, Psalm 34 will remind you of the truths of his faithfulness. So this next song, let's sing as a celebration of his faithfulness. I trust in God.
2: We speak is recorded and heard in heaven. So let's go to the Lord in prayer together this morning as I read these requests. Join me. Lord, we pray for all family members who are traveling over the next few weeks. Sandy and Alex Drolls, Tom and Cody O'Pelt, Kathy and Gary Kopus, and anyone else who is traveling. That's by Kathy. Also by Kathy, it says, pray for Brian Carlson. He's had a stomach bug all night. So, Lord, we just pray for healing for Brian right now and the power of Jesus and his blood. We pray for Mary Antoinette and her family as they'll be traveling to Hawaii for two weeks by Charlotte. Good place to go, Hawaii. We praise you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your answered prayers. Isn't it great that he answers our prayers? We thank you for the First Baptist Church prayer warriors here. Charlotte also wants to remember her daughter-in-law, C- C- Cecilia, as the results came back cancer-free. Praise God for cancer-free. There is a treatment plan, though, that is being considered. Also, Kathy would like to uh, pray for the church leadership and for the search committee. Pray that you'd have wisdom and unity in this body of Christ here at First Baptist. We also pray that you would give them understanding as well and discernment as they seek a new pastor for this church. Lord, we thank you for your many, many blessings. We thank you for your grace and your goodness. We thank you for Brother Andrew that's here today with his family. And we thank you for Pastor Bill as they bring forth a message Open our hearts to receive what you have for us. Thank you for the worship team that has come and prepared the atmosphere. Fill us and touch us, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord. We praise you. We thank you for the praise team and the worship. I thank you for each one here. I pray you bless each one here and their families. We thank you again for your goodness and your mercy. I thank you, Lord, for the fundraiser that we had Friday for the dominican republic thank you for the work that's being done out of this church to touch many many souls for the kingdom we just thank you lord for your goodness i pray lord that we would continue to to let your light shine may each of us let the light of christ shine to the darkness of the world we give you all the glory we give you all the praise bless the remainder of this day and this time And we ask it all in the precious, holy name of our Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen.
3: very much, Randy. Thank you, praise team, for leading us into the presence of God as we have worshipped. Wonderful to have all of you here this morning. And I want to uh, focus our attention on the book of Acts, once again, chapter 6, verses 8 through 15. I'll make a couple remarks and then I'll have you stand as we read that. I've been preaching from the book of Acts, uh, focusing on the ministry of Peter. It's called the Acts of the Apostles, but the focus is on the acts and ministries and deeds of Peter as he enters the ministry in the book of Acts. It takes us up to about chapter 13, which was last week, and from there on, it's all about the ministry of the Apostle Paul. And it's it's wonderful, it's phenomenal, but I don't have time, I don't want to go there right now. Maybe I'll return to it at a later time. Uh, my focus uh, of preaching has been to preach from the Gospels, really from Christmas time until Easter. And then after Easter, I spend some time uh, on the rest of the New Testament. And then finally, I get back to the Old Testament. And so we're going to be focusing, in the beginning in the middle of, of October, on the history of salvation. Now that is, tracing the history of salvation through the Old Testament. I won't have a whole lot of time with that, because then Thanksgiving and Christmas is coming. but nevertheless, that's, that's where we're going. Um, and actually, we're going to do some adult studies for anybody that wishes to to discuss the passage that I'm going to be preaching from. Uh, not necessarily the sermon, although my sermon will be from that passage. We're going to talk about that passage and, and how it traces the history of salvation throughout the Old Testament, leading, of course, to the New Testament and our ultimate salvation through Jesus Christ, our Savior. So, So that's where I'm going. Today... I want to step back to Acts chapter 6. Uh, chapter 6 and 7 talk about Stephen who is one of the seven and that's how they're referred to in the book of Acts. We call them deacons because they were called to serve and that's what deacons do. They serve. And... Stephen was one of those servants who, by the way, was incredibly gifted when it comes to preaching and teaching. So I want to talk about him because we, uh, because he is the first martyr listed in the Scriptures, the first Christian martyr. He, he, he was a follower of Jesus and he... And that that cost him his life. The tragedy is that things haven't changed. Things have only gotten worse in that regard. There are Christians around the world who pay for the price of being a Christian with their very lives. Four hundred 160 million people were seriously persecuted for Christ in 2022. And unfortunately, things have not changed. And later, in just a few moments, actually, we're going to be asking someone to come and to talk more about that from their own personal experience. At that time, by the way, I'm going to ask the, uh, the sound people to turn off Facebook Live uh, because persecution is very serious around the world and we don't want to put those who are coming at risk in terms of um, being out there on the Internet where everyone around the world can watch and see. It may add to the problem. So we're going to do that, and of course we don't want you to be taking pictures, although some of you would love to, (laughs) um, and posting those on Facebook because, um, because of the risks involved. So with that word of introduction, let's stand for the reading of the Scriptures from Acts chapter 6, verses 8 through 15. Now Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, performed great wonders and signs among the people. Opposition arose, however, from the members of the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, Jews of Cyrene and Alexandria, as well as the provinces of Cilicia and Asia, who began to argue with Stephen, but they could not stand up against the wisdom the Spirit gave him as he spoke. Then they secretly persuaded some men to say, we've heard Stephen speak blasphemous words against Moses and against God. So they stirred up the people and the elders and the teachers of the law. They seized Stephen, brought him before the Sanhedrin, the highest religious court in the land, They produced false witnesses who testified, this fellow never stops speaking against this holy place and against the law, for we have heard him say that this is Jesus of Nazareth. They will destroy this place and and change the customs that Moses handed down to us. All who were sitting in the Sanhedrin looked intently at Stephen, and they saw that his face... Was like that of an angel, and having heard those accusations, then uh, against Stephen, chapter seven begins with this verse: A high priest asked, "Are these things so?" Thank you. You may be seated. Well, then the Acts chapter 7 is a very long chapter, and I dare not take the time to read it all, but it's a, it's, it's a history. Stephen tells the history of Judaism, beginning with Abraham, the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the twelve sons of Jacob, all the way to the prophets. And then everything was good, everything they would have agreed, and he was establishing the fact that he is not against the teachings of Moses. He is not against the teachings of traditional Judaism. This is, this is the Scripture. And so he affirms all of it in that long, lengthy teaching. It's not until he comes to a very end and, and makes an application. And the application was very offensive. The application was, and you... Speaking to the Jews who were present, including the Sanhedrin, who he was standing before, he says, "You have, uh, you have done everything that the prophets had prophesied. Your hearts are hardened. Your stiff-necked is the word that is used. You're stubborn and." You are murderous. You murdered the very Son of God whom God had sent. And you are uh, uncircumcised of heart. And the Jews sort of use that as an identifier. If you're Jewish, your sons are circumcised. And what Stephen is saying is that you are not true Jews. In your heart. Because of your attitudes. And they were so angry at him that they picked up stones and started throwing them at him and they killed him. That's the story of the first martyr. I wish I could tell you that things have changed around the world, as I have said, and that isn't the case. And today we have someone coming to share with us, and so I need to say Thank you for listening to all of our Facebook friends. God bless you. May the Lord be with you. And we'll be back again next week. Tune in again next week. We're going to have a baptism. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful occasion. So next week. And so until then, thank you and God bless all of you.